Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 191 of the SMD Podcast Show. Steven is here, Vin and Dan are on the other side tonight. What's going on, boys? Not much. It was a very interesting baseball game last night in the Bronx. We'll talk more about that. Um, Steve and our my football team is 0-4, so that's awesome as well. The Packers um, got an easy win last week. Fiekers had a nice win, other than a couple cheap shot injuries, but we'll talk about that. Oh, Nick Henley got to play. I almost uh, threw up. I was so sick to my stomach over that. <laughs> that Nick Headley played or that? No, about the Devontae <laughs> Adams hit, who apparently is fine. He's got a concussion, but he, he's feeling okay. So He might God. actually play on Sunday, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, and, considering um, how bad that looked. And what's his name said? He, he may play Sunday, too. <clears throat> Montgomery, too. Yeah, both of them want to play Sunday. Whether they actually will, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't I don't trust it. There's so many people get hurt on this team, so it, it it's it's sucking the life out of me. It's like the Mets all over again. Maybe that's oh. where Ray Ramirez is not working. Oh, I swear, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. It would be pretty funny if anybody hasn't heard yet. The wonderful news of Ray Ramirez is not returning. But again, I may be the only one who's probably like this who doesn't blame ray ramirez he's just the guy we always see walk out on the field that's why everybody blames him i think we all that like that get it understand but like the people who don't really get it and, and are like kind of aren't as diehard as we are it's just a, a a good pr move like he wasn't hurting but he wasn't helping obviously because people kept getting hurt so just let him go and i mean somebody will be happy about something Will they, though? Will they? Um, no, they're Mets fans. They'll never be happy, but, I mean, <laughs> and also they can try. You also forgot the fact that they have no manager. Well, the manager stinks. Well, says you. Not anymore. <laughs> now well, there's now no, there, there's no when manager. When Kevin Long is the manager next year, you'll, you'll miss Terry think. Collins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the pain. <laughs> Give me Robin Ventura, please. That's all we want. Literally. It Al- would put people Al- in the seat. I'm not asking. No. I forget Alex Cora. I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking for Robin Ventura. That's it. It's not that hard. But people are not going to be coming to the seats because of Robin Ventura. <clears throat> I think they you'll will, get people to show up because be of... I think you'll get people in the beginning I, of the season to go for Robin Ventura. They're giving, you're giving Robin Ventura too much credit. He was a favorite when he was here. He was, but not enough for people to be, oh my god, Bob Ventura is managing the Mets. He let's, will let's drive, go to City Field. 
He won't drive people away, though. Like oh, Ter Terry was not, driving right? people away. It could only help. <laughs> Terry was driving people away. And the fact that we have a much better roster than what he was given in Chicago. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Minus yeah. Chris Sale, there was really nothing else on that team. Right. It's not his fault that they decided to wear throwback jerseys all the time. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, with that being said, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, follow us at SMD Podcast, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all other podcast apps. Uh, check out all the shows. Uh, Sarasso and the Beard just had a new one coming out. I'm sure Rising Apple's working on a final show for the season. Um, they'll do some stuff during the offseason as well, I'm sure. Uh, Weissman and Oz every Friday, three, 2 to 3 o'clock. Last week's show is was one of the better ones that they've done in the past year and change that they've been around. They had uh, Arthur Staple on last week, so make sure you go and check that out. Uh, hockey season's right around the corner. He's on with them to preview the New York Islander season. Um, SNDblog.com. I know we got some cool stuff coming up, including vlogs from our buddy Joe, who's going to be on with us later. Him and his videos from YouTube have been on the site since we've launched, and he's going to be on with us later because the Yankees did win. So he's in a good mood, and we could talk to him about it. With that being said, I think it's time for the leadoff. Leading off. All right, welcome back to the leadoff. Um, today, this week's leadoff. Uh, it's kind of twofold. The the NBA, we're confirming this. They changed the lottery odds, correct? So the 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 last three, the bottom three teams have the same odds. Yeah. So we're we were just decided to discuss um, the just I guess the validity of tanking and what our thoughts were on tanking in general. Um, I personally, I'm okay with it. If teams want to do it, if teams want to alienate their fan base and waste their money on on bad players or players that to intentionally put together a, a roster, you know, of a lower quality than you could have. That's up to them. If they think it's going to help them. Sure. I, we've seen it. It doesn't work all the time. You know, the Oilers were bad for what they had seven first round, first overall picks or six first overall picks. They finally got it right. And it's, and you know, now they have the best player. They have a generational hockey player. You know, it, it worked for the Cavs. They got, you know, I guess it worked twice because right. they did get Kyrie and LeBron. Um, but it hasn't worked for, you know, trust the process. It hasn't worked for the for the Sixers. Well, you know, if you trust have, the process, they still are like three years away. Well, they they have all these first round picks. I mean, I know they can't control them getting hurt, but they, I mean, they have all these first overall picks and they haven't done anything. So, to me, if you want to do it, go ahead and knock yourself out. But you know, I I, I wouldn't do it if I were in charge. Danny, what do you? The whole tanking thing—it's it, just a loser mentality. Um, as you see with the with the Yankees, that what, what was supposed to be a quote-unquote rebuilding year turned into a wild card team, making it to the division round. Here from on out is house money, and these young players stepped up. The the 76ers, unfortunately, they've had bad luck with the players they've been picking. That's partially their fault, too. They know the history of these players, why they continuing to go some, maybe go someplace else with the, the draft pick and have it panned out. Um, um, honestly, with the Knicks the last couple of years, they haven't technically been tanking other than that one year that we messed up on 
and won the last three games in a row or some sort of stupidity that, that got us Pazingas. That was because um, they didn't want to like they didn't want to not <laughs> you know they didn't want to not tank that season, but they were tanking. So and they then, just yeah, to win. they won. Yeah, they yeah they haven't won a game in a month, and then they decided to win three games in a row when they had the first pickup locked. Um, well, not, maybe one or two locked, but it was just it's just it just never works out unless unless there's that rare rare situation with the Colts with uh, Peyton Manning the year he, he turned into Frankenstein, and they won one game. Luckily, won one game, and then they got luck. I saw what I did there, no pun intended. But it, it's it's just it's just really rare rare and few and far between. Like the Islanders with JT. It's just teams gotta know when it's the right time to do it. Right. And obviously <clears throat> with the Giants being 0 4, I'm not we're not taking it, tanking it. I don't want them to tank it because honestly with this team, this team shouldn't be 0-4, but they are. Um, I'm not saying, obviously, there's only been one team to make the playoffs in 50 years that started 0-4, so that's definitely out of the question. But I want to see this team fight out of this and go 8-8 eight and eight or be somewhat respectable. I know that sucks for a draft pick, but when... What what do we what do we do? We're in that limbo situation, especially with a aging quarterback who hasn't been the issue. Uh, where do we where do we go if we get the high draft pick? Do we go for the need of the team, or do we have since there's a ton of quarterbacks coming out of this draft? Do we? I'm not saying we're not having this discussion now because there's five of them that is arguably good. Do we explore that situation? Some people are going to say no because of Davis Webb. I disagree with that. If we're able to get a top-tier quarterback in the draft and not have to wait for Davis Webb, I would personally have to consider that as an option. Um, but I'm not the biggest fan of tanking. I, it's really, unless you know this person should be a surefire bet, obviously then that's when you should try to tank it. But the way the 76ers did it and what the Jets are – there's still plenty of season left. This this was a this, the quote-unquote soft spot of their season. So if they were going to get wins, it would have been now. So there's still plenty of season left for the Jets to be a top-five draft pick. Two quick things before you go, Steve. Uh, I'm currently watching the, the Penguins' uh, Stanley Cup you know, uh, celebration. So it, the tanking worked for them. But like yes. you said, it doesn't work that, all the time. Also, I don't know if you saw um, the Giants hit a walk-off home run Sunday to lose exactly. the first pick. <laughs> so, I know it's baseball but, but and the draft again, doesn't really matter. Yeah, baseball draft doesn't yeah. matter. Right, you're most, li- you're most likely drafting a guy out of high school. Right, and, and at that point, and there's plenty of options, and you're unless, drafting a guy who yeah. you're not going to see for mostly four or five years. Unless, I, I the quote guy's, to it, I, unless the guy's Bryce Harper. I think I, I don't remember who posted it, but I like quote tweeted the draft order, and it said the Mets had the six, and I'm like, great, perfect spot for them to draft a guy who you won't see for six years. Right, but even much. Danny, you said Bryce Harper. Even that took, you know, they drafted him when he was sixteen. It took four, four or five years for him no, to come didn't. up. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. He was eighteen. He was eighteen. Oh, was 18. You can't I'm be sorry. in the draft but it unless took you're three 18. years, right? No, it took yeah, like a year and a half. Still... It was about a year and a half. 
And Strasburg would have been the same thing <clears throat> if he never was always hurt. Strasburg right, was Strasburg the same thing. Right, Strasburg was different. It's the same thing, similar to Harvey. He came up right. a lot true. quicker than other they guys because he went to college. Yeah. Very true. I forgot about Strasburg going to college. Yeah, he went to uh, San Diego State. Yep. Don't but um, when it comes to tanking, it 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 as a fan of a team, I don't want to see it. Like, you want me to come to games? Don't tank. <laughs> you want me to spend money, um, being a part of the games that you have don't tank like i went to a met game in august and then i wanted to go to a bunch in september but i just couldn't get myself to go we went to that one game then you and i and because they were right. just so bad and it's not even that they were tanking it's just they were so bad and, right. and we they were so depleted game that was like fun you know because you're with the atmosphere of the people right and you know and it was even a fun game um <clears throat> right. it turned no, out to be a fun no, game started and whatever Right. Um, so, like I said, I'm not a fan of tanking at all. I don't think teams should do it. I like how the NBA has a draft lottery. I like how the NHL kind of has a draft lottery, even though the same team gets the first pick every year. Even when they win 50 games, they end up with the first pick, it seems like. <laughs> um, you know, look at teams like the like in the NBA. Look at the Nets. <laughs> they tank every year but never have a first-round pick. So what's the point of tanking? They yeah. they do the complete opposite and defeat the whole purpose of tanking by not having a first round pick. I don't know what they're doing. Well, they're technically not tanking anymore. They're just bad. They're just in rebuild. Unfortunately, they're in that stuck of the rebuild mode. Maybe that I think they're going to be better than the Knicks this year. <laughs> well, they already beat them in one preseason game. It's not I mean, really what's... saying much. I'm not right, but... not saying much, but. And honestly, I talked to my friend, my coworker today. I think the Knicks are going to be a better team, obviously, but they're not going to be any good. They might squeak into an eighth spot with a bad Eastern Conference. But no, not the Eastern happening. Conference said is that... very bad. Both of the teams could end up sneaking in. It's possible. Like anything's possible. But I, I mean, Kevin, I thought last Kevin year they were. Uh... Right, last year I thought they were a fifth seed. You know, fifth, sixth seed at oh, worst. Oh yeah, we all did. And then you know that. The, that's what happened. So, I, I, we you never know. Hey, maybe trading Mello was the best thing, and now they're going to play like a team, no superstar on the team. They could just go yeah, out and have what, a good time and make I, the that's playoffs. What I'm hoping. I, 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 I'm think, hoping. I think it's, that would I, I, honestly that would be very fun to watch. <clears throat> and you know uh, what? In in the East, you can, you can get by a team in the first round by just playing well. It's not really up for debate. I don't think that the two, like at least for me, the two most exciting times in Nick basketball lately was when Melo wasn't on the court. Like before they got him with Amari and Raymond Felton. Yeah, that, that that's was, what I'm saying. This right, team could I, be very similar right. if if and like Jeremy Lin, turns in, whatever. Porzingis turns into that. Right. It, it was. It was. Those were two exciting times to watch the Knicks. Like obviously, Lin Sanity, everybody went nuts. But like when he came back, it, it died. Well, that one year we won the division and they won the scoring title was fun too. So. Right, but they all—I mean, what, that was the year they got bounced by the uh, the Pacers in the second round. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Well, yeah, the Pacers were a good. I mean, right, another that was... team that's been good. And but anywho, um, with that being said, that was our lead off this week. We're gonna go listen to a little more with a vengeance by Division One Point One. We'll be right back. Welcome back to episode 191 of the SD Podcast Show. 
that was Vin chuckling a little at the beginning there of the segment because oh, I'm just getting ready for this. This is going to be a lot. Of Danny's going to be a lot of fun right now. Danny, um, yeah, we're just going to give you the floor. What? What? There's no floor to give. It's the same fucking shit every week. Our coach doesn't know what the fuck to do. Was it torrential downpouring? Because I had to watch the Jets overtime game. Yeah, at my friend's it, house. It, it, they literally Didn't said he, the game. No, no, but 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 when we went on it for fourth down, was it that bad yes. that he couldn't kick the field goal? Right, I, I thought the way Folk was kicking, they said that these kickers were nailing every shot before the game. Once well, the, ra- the field was, was so the field got so bad that he, apparently he went out there and took like a step and slipped a little bit, and and that was what made uh, McAdoo say, right. "Screw it, we're going All for right. it." I missed this. How long was this field goal? It was going to be like a... They were on their 30. We were on their 30-yarder. Okay. It was about a 50-yard goal. Okay, that's a big kick. I mean... Yeah, but... In in pure mud, their field was really bad. Yeah, it was. Their field was really bad. And this is an old stadium, too. So, you know, the the new dirt and whatever is not in there. Like, you, you can see... Like the fans and the the players just look miserable once the rain started, but it was typical Florida, so you couldn't really. Do anything. Right, you can't. Yeah, it rains for forty five minutes. Yeah, it was. It was just one of those. I was just one of those typical games, man. Just leaving out, leaving plays on the field where it's just. Is it luck? Is it execution? Is it coaching? It's it's everything. I I I don't even know what to say at this rate. Yeah, I'm I'm turning blue into the face. I didn't even write a blog this week because what am I? What else am I supposed to say? Our defense gave up another another crucial situation. Our punter had another shitty punt to uh, not help us out. Our offensive line actually played well. We're acting we're acting like uh, Will Ga- uh, Wayne Gallman's going to be next Tiki Barber with 50 yards. It's it, he played well, but let's it's just what the fuck, man. They need to. They just. I. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Let me I, ask I, you. Let me ask you a question. I don't fucking know. I. I. I have. I've been at work the last two weeks. I haven't been able to watch, but I, I usually take my lunch break and I'm able to listen to a little bit of it. Every time I turn on the radio, Carl Banks is complaining they can't. Ta- they're not tackling anybody. They're not. They can't tackle they're not the defense they're not has been subpar this year. Right. I know that you have a big, a big play to Mike Evans on a third down, that was almost a touchdown. OJ oh, Howard that was, was thank wide you, open. Ben, thank you, Ben. Yeah, like OJ Howard was wide open. Right. OJ. Oh, that, that that was another thing, Steve. Huh. Like, why is why is McAdoo fucking challenging when it was a complete incomplete pass on that one call? It was a complete pass. He thought it was an. They called it complete. So no, he it was, no, they called no, it complete, no, no, no. It and been he a fumble. He no. no it would have. Yeah, because it would have been a fumble. Oh yeah, that was, was complete. That's right. Okay, oh, so was, I get. Yeah, but, okay. you know, that would have never mattered if, you know, in the first quarter, Eli Apple isn't lined up with Mike Evans. Right. Well, I saw that. That doesn't make any sense. That's, that makes no sense. That That's just that's just no one paying the fucking paying attention to anything. Right. You have Mike I'm Evans is similar to a guy like, like Beckham. Like Beckham, he's running. He's on either. He's lining up on both sides. He's never normally in the same spot when it comes to lining up. Right. You know. When the Seahawks play, you see Sherman. He's always lined up on the same side. So whoever got whatever guys on that side, eventually the number one is is dominating. Sherman in the, at halftime says, "I'm taking over. Forget forget the game plan." 
and then just Josh over Norman does that too. Well, he did Josh it this Norman week. Does I, Josh I Norman noticed. does that too. That happened with Pittsburgh, I think, last year. But the, you know, Jenkins Jenkins follows the one guy. Right. We literally and Jenkins has been fine. He's the only guy. He could have. He should have wrapped up on one of the tackles for a big game right, where it should have been a guy. loss. He dove at one of the running backs oh. instead of over the. Over the past two years, Jack Rabbit's been one of the better, co- like one of the top cover corners in the league that follows. Oh, definitely, people. definitely. Um, Collins, Collins didn't turn his head around on the final dagger of the before the field goal. It it's just the mixture of losing football and but, like it's like just, still, all right, they're still playing well. Like they like I said, they gave the big play to Mike Evans, but they held him to a field goal on that on that the one he yeah, didn't but score. But it, but it's becoming the same thing as last year. It's let's hold them to a field goal. Okay, right. great. Offense goes three now. Right. We haven't we haven't caused a turnover yet in four weeks. That was we, do we have a sack? I don't even think we have. We a sack. had a, We haven't had a sack in a couple weeks. Where in the world is JPP? Is the question? Uh, it's the same thing. Hurt that ha- with, he's apparently hurt with thirty different injuries. He didn't. It's practice the same today. thing as two years ago. Vernon's hurt. He's not on the field. They're doubling up on JPP. Nobody I'll else. I'll be honest with you. I, I think Vernon's been playing fine. Um, like Vernon's I wrote hurt. in my article, every, yeah, he's been playing hurt, but he's been playing fine. He I literally th- I re-injured himself think... in the first in- first quarter the other day. He and... should have not played. He should have not played. The snacks come back? Snacks came back. Snacks and... played, yeah. I think okay. it was more of a cramp, honestly. Right, no, you said he went out. I wasn't sure. There, there was right. a moment yeah. where there was basically, it was basically, you know, the rain stopped and... It yeah, got it got it hot. Slippery. You you could see it got hot and slippery and cramps happen. It's Florida, you know. Everybody yeah. cramps up in Florida. With snacks, it looked worse than what it really was. It right, it was and, one of those also, gang tackles that you didn't know what happened. And it's also it's the NFL. Anytime a guy grabs his leg, exactly, you you automatically assume they tore something in their leg. Right, because yeah, you don't it, know if it you was know a the you know the gang pile. Then you see him flexing his knee. You're like, oh great. Like like that Chris Carson injury in the Monday yes. night game. Oof. Yes. My oh, oh Sunday night. I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Oh, his he like his leg was pinned under, and he went completely back, like his back could have touched his foot. It's like, like his, um, yes. his, it's like, like uh, the his, Navarro Bowman like, from a couple years ago. Yeah, yes. his leg like shattered, just yeah. like the Navarro and, Bowman play from a couple years ago. Correct. And what's his face from uh, the Vikings, the rookie? Unfortunately, no, that he was hurt. he was cutting. He cut. Oh yeah, that was that was a cut. Like a, but yeah. again, this is similar to what happened with Terrell Thomas a couple years ago. Dan, if you remember in the preseason game, he got hit in the leg. He ran off the field into the locker room, and they're like, "Well, he tore his ACL." I was like, "He just ran off the field. Looked fine." Well, that 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 was the argument we had. I mean, um, Tiger won a tournament on, on, on uh, Difference between playing football and casually jogging off the field is a little different, but. It, yeah, but it's still, the same shit. Yeah, it's the same. Sh- it's the same shit with the Giants, man. Um, McAdoo lo- looks lost. There's just no freaking leadership. Like we're back to what happened two seasons ago. Uh, I feel like I had this rant with you two seasons ago. Yeah. And there's zero leadership on this team, and something's <clears throat> got it. Something. Something's got to give. They have to play with pride. They've been playing with pride. But there's too many laps of judgment for a team that was supposed to make the playoffs and be a gr- good to great team this year. And we're not seeing it right now. Can it change? Absolutely. It all starts on Sunday with the Chargers. And 
Can they get this win? Yes. Can they absolutely lose? Yes. They have to go out as a team and just play with their balls. Play with some balls. Play with some passion. I, I know I'm cursing a lot, but that's how mad I am. It's just, when when's enough enough? The last two weeks were just too heartbreaking to even witness what's going on. And it's really just, it's just, enough's enough. I I don't know what else to say. I said this before the season, and I know we agreed upon it, that everything went right last year. This is three weeks in a row that they had had the ball with a chance to tie the game. Every game but the Cowboy game we were in. The last three games, they were in it till the last thing. I know the, the Lions had the late touchdown and put it away, but they still had the ball in the goal line and didn't score. And then the last two games, obviously, my field goals, it's, I didn't think it would turn like this. I would figure, you know, they'd oh, yeah. even out a little bit, but this is... It's just, I, I, said, it's it, what ridiculous. sucks is what sucks is they could be 1-5, and five and I'll be happy with it at the trade. Well, it doesn't get any easier. they got to go to Denver and then play the Seahawks and the Rams after that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not home for the Rams game for my honeymoon. I know. <laughs> Are we the buying the Rams yet? Are we buying the Rams yet? Tough schedule. I've been saying them since the start of the season, so yeah, I, no. I am. I mean, I don't know if we're, I don't know if you were saying them since the start of the season, but uh, if you go back every week, I've been saying it. They're winning games every week. I, I'll buy that that Jared Goff isn't awful. the worst quarterback in the league. Right, because. Uh, <laughs> Look, I, I, you guys know this. We've talked about this. I love Jeff Fisher, but he was in. They were in over their head as a, as a team oh, last well, year. Right. Duh. We know that, right? This is a, this isn't a, a new a new phenomenon. They draw. They moved halfway across the country into a facility that wasn't built yet. Right. So they had. They got him an offensive coach, uh, a pretty smart, what looks like offensive coach. So uh, he's doing this thing. They got him a receiver. Todd Gurley looks like Todd Gurley again, which. I guess he probably was always Todd Gurley. But, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not buying the Rams yet. But Okay, and there is another team in New York. Uh, <laughs> the goddamn they Jets. To, they, they, they wanted to give the game away to the Jaguars. It was a fun game for two blah teams. Blake Bortles sucks. Jets looked good. They wanted to give it away. They found a way to win. The end. They're going to beat the Browns and then probably not win another game for the rest of the season. Yeah, they're still going to go 4-12. and 12. It's, Nothing's going to change, I don't think. <laughs> That's about it. Everybody's <laughs> I mean, getting excited. but they might goes back get, to the whole like, tank thing. <laughs> well, they might get, like, instead of Rosen, they might get, I mean, instead of Darnold, they might get, like, Lamar Jackson or something. Hey, the, woof. sign me up. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm, buying Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. No, I'm not buying Lamar Jackson either. But then again, I I mean, he could be like Unless Mitch Trubisky oh, no. wins this week, I'm not buying Lamar Jackson. I don't Jackson. know. Well, they somebody <laughs> I there was a scout thing that that said uh about Lamar Jackson, he should probably learn how to play safety because he's <laughs> not going to be a quarterback. So, I mean, that's kind of It's similar harsh, to but... uh Braxton from Ohio State. His final year, he moved over to wideout. Because they didn't need the quarterback. Just because he knew, this is where I'm going to play. This is how I'm going to make it in the NFL. I I don't think he's shown much, but he's also in the, tech, in the Texans, so their passing game isn't great. It's worked for Terrell Pryor. Right, making the change work for Terrell Pryor. And also well, took him a couple years to make good. good. Yeah, the, the, the Redskins, he had that nice catch in the end zone on Monday night. 
he hasn't been as as phenomenal as we thought he'd be. But oh I mean, yeah, definitely, he has his moments though. He has. He still. I know. We know he's a talented guy. He showed it last year with the Browns. It's just. I. He, I you know what? He was a talented skill. guy as a quarterback as well. Let's I forgot how big he was. He yeah, he was he also talented as a quarterback. He played on just bad Oakland teams. Oh yeah. yeah. But you know he he pulled the. Uh, you know maybe Lamar Jackson will do the same thing. He'll come in the NFL. He'll be a quarterback. You know, Teddy was successful, basically the same style. When he before he got hurt, yeah. Um, who they're actually expecting back in the next couple of weeks, apparently. And so you don't know. Maybe Lamar Jackson can work out for a team as a quarterback. And if not, then you make the change. If 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 you're on a team and they say, "Listen, we we just we're gonna sign a quarterback to play quarterback, and we want you to play wide receiver." And still make your money, and we think it'll benefit you when you become a free agent. They're gonna do it. He, right? You do it. But yep. th- this process will also happen before the draft, and he won't be a first overall pick if he's not playing quarterback. He won't be a, a top ten pick if he's not playing quarterback. Right. With that being said, we have a guest coming on, so we're gonna take a little break. Let's do more, a little more Division One Point One, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to episode 191 of the SND Podcast Show. As everybody should know by now, the New York Yankees have won their wildcard game and will be moving on to face the Cleveland Indians in the ALDS. And who better to bring on right now than one of our great members from the SNDblog.com. Yankee Vlogs, you see them all the time. Joe, what's going on, buddy? What's going on? What's going on, fellas? Thank you for joining us. Um, Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Uh, why don't you tell people <laughs> how you started with your vlog, uh, with the YouTube page that you created? Um, it was pretty, uh, pretty cool, funny story because, uh, you know, I enjoy writing and all of that, and uh, I, I love the Yankees. And my friend was like, "Man, you should start a Yankee blog." And I'm like, uh, "I don't know. I don't really, you know, I want to, I want to write and things like that." But I'm, you know, I just. I just want to try something different. And um, I, I know last year, and not, not only last year, but all throughout the whole time when I've been um, watching the Yankees, I just get really frustrated. Sometimes I just want to vent, you know what I mean? And, and I, I don't know. I'm like one of those really nutcase fans that when I'm really into a game, like I want to see like reactions. I want to see like uh, what people think, uh, their analysis of the game, you know, things like that. And I found that nobody's really doing that on YouTube. So I just I just said, you know what? I'm going to just try it out. And I started in game one. Um, the venting made me feel a lot better after the game. Uh, I think the first game we lost, we lost that one to the Rays. But it was pretty it was pretty cool, you know, the reaction I got. And I just started seeing the channel grow from nothing, just having my friends go on there. And then uh, now, you know, to... Uh, I think it's almost 670 subscribers and organically. So it's been pretty cool. Pretty awesome ride, actually. That's awesome. So we we, we kind of met you through our good friend, um, Justin Diamond, who we've had on the show a bunch of times. Big Yankee fan. Yep. Obviously, with <laughs> you exploding with the, um, with the Evers home run uh, this summer with the Red Sox and Yankees yeah. with that heartbreaking loss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you're welcome for getting the Mets to just get sweeped the next couple of days for that to be uh, no big deal. But 
But like. Yeah, but there was another video because Ahmed hit that. The Rosario video, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. It was a rough week. Rough week, but like, like, let's go back to those twenty-four hours, forty-eight hours. What, what, what went through your head when you started getting all these these alerts of like everybody? Oh shit, I'm getting picked up by ESPN. Oh shit, I'm on Marstall. Oh shit, I'm on uh, Deadspin. Oh shit, I'm on uh, whatever channel. Yeah. Name it. Your face is on it for obviously the wrong reasons but good public no bad publicity is good publicity yep. so like what 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 went through your mind when you saw your face literally everywhere for that 48 hour cycle i mean it was pretty crazy and you know what that was actually probably the first game because i was just thinking you know what let me just send out you know i i did the video i'm like well it's pretty crazy reaction right after i did it i was really upset but I'm, I was so pissed, and I never did this before. I said, you know what? Let me just tweet out my, like, the, this snippet of the reaction, like a preview of what tonight's video is going to be like. And I put it out there. I wasn't even paying attention to my phone after I uploaded it. You know, it was just, I just kind of hashtag Yankees or whatever it is. And I just uploaded it. And then, you know, I'm getting alerts. And my phone is already running out of battery because I'm recording in the game. But my phone is getting alerts. I'm starting to get more retweets and likes and all of that stuff. Toward the night, you know, it's, you know, it starts to pick up a lot more. And then my brother's like, watch, that video's probably going to go viral. When I wake up in the morning, my phone is like, it, it's hot from notifications. It's crazy. It's like, <laughs> it, it, it's insane. And people ask me, oh, can I use your video? Is it okay if I use your video? And then I'm seeing like, you know, 50,000 views on another one. I'm like, yo, what the hell? What's going on here? And it's like, it just, it keeps picking up. And. I think one video had like a 500,000 views or something like that on one of them and so I mean that was pretty crazy. I mean yeah that's that that must have been really cool. I know they they featured it the next Sunday night game on the on the ESPN. They yeah. featured, they, they went back and talked about it and I was like man this is crazy. Well, <laughs> getting to the actual team, we said yes. they you know they they won a, a pretty crazy one yesterday. We were talking about it a little bit before air. How was that? I mean you go down three nothing right away, and it's just here we go again with these wild card games. But DD brings it right back. How was that? I mean, all right. So, you gotta say, I went to the game in 2015, so I'm still kind of like right. scarred from that game. So, and I know I I can, you know, I I can sympathize with you guys because last year you went there and then you got Madison Bumgarner, and your pitcher actually did a good job, you know. So. I didn't want it to be in that situation. It's like, yo, man, these twins, I just felt like there was so many things going against the Yankees uh, or going for the Yankees that it's like baseball is a funny game where we're like, you know what? We're just going to pay it back now. All right. But I was right. just, and um, we're down 3 0. And um, Severino's walking off the mound and the crowd's booing him. And I'm just like, can this get any worse? And I'm thinking it's Sonny Gray coming out of the pen. And I see Chad Green. I'm like, you know what? That's If we could keep it right here, you know, let's see. Irvin Santana has been sitting down for a long time. Let's see what he does. And, I mean, he comes out just throwing straight heat like he has been. Chad Green's been awesome all year. Awesome. And he just sits him down. And then first pitch I see from Irvin Santana, he bounces it. I'm like, 
I don't know. Let's see. Gardner works a tough at bat. He walks. And then Judge just puts the bat on the ball. That's one thing I've been saying all year. Just put the damn bat on the ball. You know, when you strike out, it's just not productive. So he puts the bat on the ball. First and third. DD just. <laughs> that was euphoria, man. And I have a reaction video for that one, too. Like, I put it up on. Um, I put it up on Twitter, too. That one got a whole bunch of retweets and everything also. So that one was pretty crazy. Uh, I Again, I never heard that stadium be so loud. That I, I felt it shake when, when Didi hit that three-run bomb yesterday. That's what Michael K said today. Um, Here was, here's an interesting fact. Yesterday, it was 3-3 after one. Tonight's wild card game is already three nothing after one. The Diamondbacks Goldie hit a home the three run shot in the first inning. Uh, yeah. I'm the only one that I'm the only one in our group uh, that picked them. So, uh, yeah, I'm watching that. I'm watching that right now, actually. And I don't know. I think Jonathan uh, John Gray's out the game, man. And it's Grinky. You know, it's different because it's Grinky. It's not Santana. And right. You know, so then that's a, a, you know, a tough hill to climb there. But let's see what happens. 27 outs. Yeah. That's what I was telling my one friend who was actually at the game, and he's much younger than us. So it's just like, obviously he knows the championship era, but it's just like this was literally the worst case scenario. So Sevy was about to, literally about to cry when he got taken out. Rightfully so. Yeah. If you looked at him, he like held it in. If you the minute he went into the dugout, he definitely cried. But um, it was just one night. Binder Joe actually pulled and touched every right button. Um, there, there was no binder yesterday. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, that binder exploded yesterday. He came in. There's no way he could have planted uh, or no. planned eight and two thirds, five hits from the pen, one run ball. I mean, thirteen Ks. You said it before. <laughs> you said it, Joe, before we even came on air. It's game seven. It's yeah. game seven. Game There's seven. no book. You're, yep. Everything yep. Everything is available to you. Well, you know what's interesting? Like, people kill Joe. Uh, like, people yeah. kill Joe all the time. Like, they want him to fight. Oh, he's the worst. But I don't think people understand that regular season Joe and playoff Joe are two totally different managers. Um, like, in 2009... He was the one that had the idea to go to a three, uh, three-man three rotation and pitch everybody on short rest. And they won that series because of that. Um, in 2012, he was the one that said, you know what, I'm going to pinch hit. I'm going to have, you know, the balls to pinch hit um, Alex Rodriguez for Raul Labanez. And mm-hmm. he went into, super, like, God mode with right. that. You know, so, I mean, he's a different kind of manager in the playoffs. He's very aggressive. Mm. I think that, you know, when it comes to loyalties and staying with pitchers too long, I don't think that he does that. I think he more times than not pushes the right buttons in the playoffs. Especially with this bullpen, like, the buttons he could push, it's should I go to this closer or that closer? Like, there there isn't a a wrong button to push here. Yes. There's there's five closers down there. It just, I mean, I, I understand you know, rest and whatever. Like, you know, they didn't use Batances yesterday. They've lost confidence in him, I guess. I'm not sure. Um, looking, I think yeah, so. Did not, yeah. yeah. Looking forward to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland's the, the starting pitching. It's a different ball game. Uh, yes. I mean, you think they have a chance? 
Of well, course. Of course. A good, of you, course. You need to have a good chance. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely have a chance. I mean, the way I look at it is the Yankees are playing with super house money now. I mean, there's they just they needed to get out of that walk art. That's what they Yeah, they, definitely. I agree. And now they're playing with house money. Like people they're they're considering Cleveland unbeatable. But, you know, all oh, this this 22 game streak or and all of this stuff going on, 100 games. I just watch way too much postseason baseball to know. You just can't script October. And all you got to do mm-hmm. is get in the dance. You got a chance, like I always say. But I seen the Oakland A's team that went on that 20-game winning streak, that had the M- that had the MVP in Miguel Tejada that year, losing the first round. Yeah. When it's, a sh- when it's a short series, all you got to do, if you can steal one at home, I mean, steal one on the road, and then you go back home, anything can happen. It's like and, the Mets a couple uh, of years ago. Stole that one game in L.A. Yeah, totally changed the exactly, series. Yep, this is actually a good point. Good point. That's what you got to do. And uh, they were, I think they were underdogs in that series. Well, and yeah. you got one player that gets hot, like how uh, uh, Murphy did. I mean, that carries you. You know, yeah, definitely. And what the Yankees situation is, Bauer did have a good season. And let's don't get don't get me wrong in that aspect of things, mm-hmm. but. I'd rather face Trevor Bauer than Kluber any day of the week. So the Yankees have have to get on him nice and early tomorrow night and just grab him by the throat and snap his neck and just find Absolutely. a way to steal game one. Because game yes. two is going to be – game two, the pit, whoever starts game two for the Yankees pretty much needs to be near perfect. I think they said CC is – I think it's Gray and CC. I think is what I saw. One, yes. Two. Mm-hmm. So, all yep, right, I, I, I didn't that. see that yet. Interesting so, that Tanaka's going to pitch at home. Yeah. Yeah, I would have pitched him on the road as well. I don't. I, I, he gets his, the fly ball ratios with Tanaka has been has been an issue, and at home, obviously, it's a smaller park. I, I would have pitched him on the road, but. Well, I I like I like that because well, Gray is probably going to be the best chance to get you some better length. Then you need that because mm. they're probably going into that with a short pen. I mean, there already mm-hmm. no D-Rob and Chad Green are probably not going to be available. But I just, I love CC in that second spot because he's been that stopper all year where he would follow up losing streaks with wins. And when the Yankees went in that low through that time, I don't know if you guys remember that West Coast road trip that they went on, West Coast road trip from hell. Where everything like they they just oh, became, yeah. they forgot how to be a really good team around that time. CC got hurt because Chris Carter forgot how to catch a ball at first base, and then the whole season at that point in time went into like a spiral, and it's, it was pretty crazy. But CC's been great, and that year that we got him from him was awesome. And I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to match Kluber zero for zero, but I think that he could keep them in the game. And, he's going to bulldog enough to oh, yeah, keep yeah, a yeah, fight. Definitely. And if you have Severino for a game three, Tanaka game four, you know, you're putting pressure on, you know, if you win that first game, you're putting pressure on the Indians uh, to make things happen. But if you lose game one, if the Yankees go out there or they're losing late, you know, that's going to be putting pressure because you already know that you have Kluber looming tomorrow. So you have to kind of win today. You know what I mean? So... I, I see what Francona's doing. He's playing those mind tricks, those Jedi mind tricks. 
Listen, the, the Indians showed last year they have heart. You know, you saw yes. that. We saw that in Game Seven last year. You mm-hmm. know, you know they they made that a game. I still say if there wasn't a rain delay, the Indians win the series, win that game. It's, you know, just awesome. taking that momentum away from them for twenty minutes, I think, killed them. Um, it's gonna be tough. Uh, you know, the MVP last night, of course, you gotta say, gotta be DD. That that was a huge homer in the first inning, and. You know, I feel bad that nobody talks about him. He's literally the cleanup hitter for the New York Yankees and missed, what was it, a month of the season? Yes. Mm-hmm. And ended well, the year batting 287 with 25 homers and almost 90 RBIs. I get I get it. It's not Aaron Judge's 40 and 100. Well, unfortunately, at, he's playing at, with Babe Ruth in an offensive lineman's body. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that... Uh... Dot dot dot, and he missed a month. Right. Let's not forget about yeah. that. You know, right. I always talk about that when I when I preface uh, Gary Sanchez numbers too this year. Yeah, they both missed Absolutely. a month. So, um, the you know, Didi's been awesome, and that left-handed bat plays in Yankee Stadium. Oh but, yeah, of course. You know, he just does. He's just been so clutch, and if people other people don't pay attention to him, that's fine. The Yankee fans do, so that's all that matters. <laughs> this guy is incredible. Yeah, Taking definitely. over Derek Jeter, too. I mean, people forget about that. Yeah, so. and people wanted them gone after five games, which is crazy to me. Oh, it's New York, right? Oh, <laughs> and also, and you know what? you got to give him a lot of credit. He's literally replacing arguably the greatest player of our generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Before I – this is my last question for you, Joe. Yeah. If the Yankees beat the Cleveland Indians, dot, dot, what happens? How will that happen, dot, dot, dot? Uh, the way that it's going to happen is if, I mean, they have to they have to hit with runners in scoring position. If they can do that and they can capitalize in those situations, um, then I think Bird's, a, Bird's the wild card because he's been hurt for most of the year. And the Indians don't have any left-handed um, starting uh, or starting pitching. They do have Andrew Miller in that pen. That's, you know, I know Andrew Miller, but uh, when it comes to the starting pitching, I think that Bird is that guy. And they're going to have to pitch with these guys. I think the bullpen is going to have to uh, – basically, they're going to have to out-pitch these guys also. Um, but it's going to be with stealing game one. I mean – that's how it's going to be because I think it's a tall order to beat Kluber unless he's off, which is possible too. Uh, if he's off, then maybe you can take that game, but you just have to take every game at a time or one game at a time and see what what happens there. But I'm confident. I think that they can do it. They have they have the team to be able to do it. They just have to go out there and win the games. They could definitely they could outscore anybody at any moment. I think yep. I know what your answer is going to be. The American League MVP at the end of the, the year is who? Aaron Judge. Okay. It's uh, definitely Aaron Judge. I, I understand Altuve, but one, there, all right, first of all, of course we know the offensive categories that he's leading in, right? So mm-hmm. that that's fine. And I, I, I know the year that Altuve's had and that Correa was out and all of that. But it's different when you do it in New York versus doing it in Houston. Now, Houston was out in front and leading all season, probably in the worst division in um, in the American League. 
the Yankees were fighting for the division until the 161st game of the season against the Red Sox when they weren't expected to be there. And if it wasn't for Judge's first half, they wouldn't like those trades that they made at the half were because of what he did in carrying the team. So, I mean, the numbers are close, but it's I, I really don't think Judge is the MVP because the Yankees would definitely not be a playoff team without Aaron Judge. Would the Astros be a playoff team without Altuve? Uh, possibly. I, I do think so. That team is deep. Um, the team is pretty good. They they have pitching. Um, they got even better with Verlander now, but I would they be a runaway in the West? No, but they would have probably still won the West. Yeah. That's you know what I think. I, I agree with you on that. I think it probably is going to be Judge. The, the, the one point I've heard a lot is something you mentioned, that, that Correa was out. I, I, people, I guess, I thought the Yankees get too much publicity. People didn't realize how, like, there was nothing in their lineup. There was a point where they were more hurt than the Mets, and it was like, you know, what, when, um, what was it, Tyler, yeah. Tyler Wade, Tyler Austin, one of the Tylers, you know, who, who got hurt on the first play of the game. Mm-hmm. Sanchez is out, and Holiday's sick, and Castro's yep. out. I mean, he carried them through all that, and obviously he's leading in all the categories. He's the MVP, I think. Yeah, definitely. Plus, there's more pressure. I mean, you're in New York. You got, right. you know, what, 30 reporters asking you the same question about strikeouts for, like, two straight months. And, you know, you're in Houston over there, and you're leading for most of the division. And you have, like, what, like four reporters asking you questions after a loss. It's it's not the same. You could play. It's a lot easier to play freeze. I think Carlos Beltran said that last year. Where it's like not too many people, when he went over to Texas, not too many people go out there. They're even asking you too much about the game. Some people are asking you about other things. Or they don't even talk to you. So it's just different. It's a different monster here. Especially as a rookie, he handled it super well. All right, Joe. Yeah. We already know the Yankees are going to win. Yeah. Who are the Yankees facing? I hope it's the Red Sox, man. And the, I, I mean, I think baseball needs that. The Yankees, Red Sox. I mean, Houston, Houston's deep. Houston's a great team. I don't want to disrespect them. I think any one of these four teams can go to the World Series and win the World Series. But I, I really do want to see Yankees, Red Sox. These guys have been battling it all year. Uh, I want that rivalry again so bad. Uh, talk so much crap on Twitter. Like, there's so... Probably out of my followers on Twitter, a good majority of them are Red Sox fans. And I'm like, where are these guys coming from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. But that rivalry is unlike anything. You know I mean? Going all the way back from, you know, A-Rod fighting and the Boone home run and just all of those things and those, those kind of memories. I just... That... I need that rivalry again. Listen, it's it's baseball. That that's what baseball yes. needs. Let's let's face it. Yes. You know, you you want to see a, a series? Let's see the Yankees Red Sox go seven games. That, yes, that's seven a rating. Games. Yep. Um. All right, Joe. Other than the S and D blog, how do people get in touch? Um. Well, you could reach out to me on Twitter at Joe's McFly. So it's um. Or you could you know Instagram also at Joe's McFly. But my, um, you know, I got links to my vlog on there, my YouTube vlog, or you can look for me on YouTube um, at Joe's McFly also. So I just want to keep it consistent with the name so it's a lot easier to find. <laughs> we find it the same way. Just keep it consistent yes. and everybody will find it. 
Yep. All right, Joe, you're going on Sunday, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. I you got have... tickets all the way through the World Series, man. I already prepaid these things, so <laughs> let's see. I bought the package for the season ticket holder, so let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, Joe. No problem, man. Thank Thanks, you, Joe. Welcome back to the SD Podcast. You just listened to A Vengeance, and thank you for Joe for coming on. Uh, now it's our favorite time of the week. We're going to talk about NFL picks for week five. Uh, what game do you guys want to start off with? Oh, we start off with the same game every week Thursday. It's the first Thursday game we watch. And we go. It's the first game everybody watches, so it's going to be the first game we I don't know if you guys about. know this, but oh when Thursday Night Football, when it's on, it's actually on. I just I don't know if you knew that. Oh, boo. The worst slogan I've ever heard in my life. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. I had to throw that in. All right, so Danny, you could start. Since you started the segment. So it's Patriots, Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I mean, just kidding. I'm going with the Patriots. Um, after the last couple weeks, their defense has been slumping pretty badly. Um, I think they'll find a way to pull it out. It's going to be uh, Gronk's going to be questionable, but I still think they're going to find a way to pull it out. They are not Patriot-like right now, but they'll find ways. We all know that. And the Buccaneers didn't really show me much to think that they would be over, able to overthrow the Patriots last week against the Giants. So, uh, I say that Doug Martin is returning this week for the Bucks, but it won't matter. Is. I do think he has a big week though, because you're gonna probably, because you know they always take out one guy, and as we saw in Week One, they decided not to face, not to play against the running back and take out Kelsey. So the Patriots got burnt with Hunt, and I think Doug Martin's just ready to just run, run straight and go. I think he has a big game, but Evans is going to have such a quiet game that's going to affect Winston. Um, and Brady's just going to Brady because, you know, that was a heartbreaker last week losing to the Panthers, even though it was on a field goal that Brady couldn't do anything about. It's just coming off a loss, I don't see the Patriots not winning. Yep. Like like you guys said, no, they don't lose two games in a row. I mean, it hardly ever happens. I'm I'm taking them, even though it is on the road. Um. All right. The uh, the game of the week, the Jets at the Browns. Yes. This is a game. I'm calling it. Browns are winning the first game of the season this year. This week. <laughs> the Jets are so due for a loss. I'm calling it. I picked them to win the Battle of Ohio last week. I'm picking them to beat the Jets. Uh, not so fast, my friend. I think the Jets are going on a three-game winning streak. They're, you really want they... KFC to kill himself, don't you? <laughs> if he hasn't done it already, it's okay. Uh, has... Right, exactly. Honestly, they should have blown out the Jaguars. If it wasn't for a crazy lateral pass and them stopped thinking functionally, they would have beaten them, and there wasn't a need for overtime. But Bortles sucked, so the Browns are just as bad. So the Jets are going to win. Their defense is better at the moment. I, I think it's the Jets as well. I don't. I mean, 
the Jets, yeah, like you said, the Jets' defense is actually, you know, playing decent. And Josh McCown, he knows what he is. He's not great, but he's he's competent. Hell, he should be able to find enough of uh, enough of offense for them to win this game. All right. I don't know, but you heard KFC. Josh McCown is the quarterback you've signed to tank, and he's doing it wrong. Well, they, they no signed the wrong quarterback, then. Josh McCown is not awful. It, it's well, funny awful, that he's not but... awful, but he really isn't awful on paper. But if you look at his win-losses, he's awful. It's bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I, we know he's competent. Like I said, he knows what he is, so he doesn't, he's not going to take too many chances. He's, he's not going to try to force stuff, and, and you know, but he's going to be decent. If they wanted to tank, they should have started Christian Hackenberg. I mean, that's all. That's all don't We're worry, there's still tank. plenty of time to tank. Don't worry. Yeah, if but there are teams that haven't won games, Daniel. They won two. <laughs> if they won, they win five, it's a disaster. They're going seven and they nine. They have to stop. They're going to seven week. and nine, finishing second in the division. They're going to re-sign McCown to a huge contract. Everyone's going to be pumped for next year, and they're going to go 1-15. Okay, well, he's worse than... <laughs> I think they, they learned their lesson after that. He might be better than Fitzpatrick. I don't know. Fitzpatrick is terrible. It's, they made the mistake of letting Fitzpatrick hold out. That's fine. Uh, that's still my theory on that. Anywho, this should be a fun game. The Panthers at the Lions. Vincent, you can start this one. Um... Yeah, I'm taking the Panthers on the road. I don't... You know my feeling on the Lions. I don't trust them ever. Um, <laughs> I think the Panthers, coming off that big win against the Pats, should be riding high, and I think they'll take this one. You know me. I like the Lions, but I'm going Panthers this week. Um, just They're going to be riding high against the win against New England last week. Watch, they're totally going to stink it up. I'm going to laugh at myself for... Guess, second guessing myself, but I'm gonna go Panthers. I am gonna go with the Panthers as well. Uh, I just, for some reason, I don't like the Lions' offense. <laughs> like they don't score points. Nope. And you know, so I'm gonna go with the Panthers for this game. They put up points. Even Hurt Cam Newton puts up points. So, uh, another game of the week. The San Francisco 49ers traveling to Indianapolis in Peyton Manning weekend. I don't know why they picked the game against the 49ers to have his jersey retired. But hey, that's their decision. I'm going with the Colts at home. I think Brisket's going to be doing good. Uh, Are you calling this guy Brisket? Calling him Brisket. Yeah, I know. That's the Pat McAfee joke. Uh, he Bursette has been playing pretty well. Um, I think he's gonna keep it up, and they're gonna find a way to win this week, especially it being Peyton Manning weekend. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts as well. I actually liked, like we said, he's been playing well. I thought I softened Jacoby Bursette. Um, the the running definitely helps because they have no offensive line, so he'll be able to you know live for a little bit. But yeah, I mean, living as a quarterback, he is looks overrated. okay. I just what? don't understand why they picked the the Niners of all the teams. Like, it's their second home game, isn't it? <laughs> I guess they just randomly picked the second home game. Because the first home game was against the Texans, wasn't it? No, it was against the Col- the Cardinals. Oh. They don't, don't really have any exciting like 
They have a Monday. Oh no, that's on the road. And yeah, it's, it's whatever. I think. Don't you usually they... want to put those retirement things on games you're gonna win? <laughs> like, isn't that the point? <laughs> okay, but it's the Colts. Well, they thought they would have Andrew Luck. <laughs> he did practice today, by the way. He well, was like seen in person, like on the field. Right. They think he's <laughs> Superman, and he can have surgeries and just come back like it's nothing. You know, it's interesting. They're playing a Thursday night game at home against the Broncos in December. Oh, they could have did that, I guess. Kind of is it on the road, though? No, it's at home. I mean, like, like I said, they could have done that, but you want to win these games when you retire people's numbers. Yeah. All right. Next game is the Titans traveling to Miami for, I believe, their first home game. Yes. Yes. Vincent, Daniel. They had a very tough part of me. They had a very tough road of it between the Hurricanes and London and all this nonsense. Jay Cutler is terrible, <laughs> but um, Mr. Mariota is probably not going to play. So I'm going to take the Dolphins regardless. Of so basically you're Jay taking Brandon Whedon to lose over Jay Cutler? <laughs> I, I think Matt Castle is starting over Jay Cutler. So I'm, I'm taking... Breaking news, Jay Cutler is better than Matt Castle. Just so... We're clear there. I will take the Dolphins because of no Mariota. If Mariota plays, I'll feel like an idiot, but that's fine. I'm after last week's debacle in Houston. Uh, I think they're going to be ready to play. I think Mariota is going to find a way to play. If he plays, they're going to beat the Dolphins. There's no question about it. So I'm going to say Mariota plays uh, Titans. So I'm sticking with the Titans. I have no faith in the the Dolphins. Like they're just yep bad like they, they they put up six points in two weeks to what we thought was the worst defense ever for the past four years in the saints and the jets yeah <laughs> like they're just bad so mac hassel <clears throat> mariota brendan whedon i don't care who starts titans win what i love is that two weeks ago we complained that the London game wasn't on and then they said okay here's the London game and I was like no take it back I don't want to see it take it back get out of here stop showing this shit that was the most the ugliest thing I've ever seen I was like I was like is that Drew Brees or is that a British guy in Drew Brees' jersey what is going on right now uh yeah. Danny you can start with the giant game I'm just going Giants I'm just gonna pick them until they lose <laughs> Eventually we're getting this right. Eventually we're gonna pick them. And it's gonna be right. It's gotta be right. If if they don't win this week, um, I don't know when when we're gonna get this win. I, if they don't win this week, I'm blaming these new season ticket holders that go to games. Yeah. <laughs> Correction. This is only our second. This is our only I, second. I don't care. You have. This is your first season of season ticket holders. They're gonna start zero and zero and five. It's what it is. What it is. <laughs> Go Chargers, go! Swing They're not even. <sighs> oh man, I'm sorry, boys. Like <sighs> it's just gonna be one of those seasons. It, like, it, if they end this like they ended two years ago, where they went six and ten and actually looked okay the second half of the year, it'll be fun. Mm. I miss the year when they started zero and seven. That was more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they finished nine and seven. Did they? Yes. Did that happen? <laughs> the year we beat uh, Scott Tolzien, 
that was fun. That was here. Okay, well, we have to bring up Scott Tolstein. Yes, we do, because when Jacoby Bursette gets hurt this week, he'll have to come in and play. God. <laughs> Scott Tolstein has never won an NFL game. That's just a that's, fun. That's mean. Surprising. He's going <laughs> to win this week on Payton Week. You'll see. He'll have to come in, and he'll win for Payton Week. All you need to know about Scott Tolzien is I was glad they signed Matt Flynn back. Like, that's, that's, that's really all I need to tell you. Could we give Matt Flynn another $15 million so they not take a vacation again, please? <laughs> I've never been so happy to see Matt Flynn. At that, like, they brought him in, again, they were down 23 nothing, and he brought them back and they tied the Vikings. Like, that was, that was the moment of that year. Um, all right. The... The, I don't really know how to talk about them Jaguars versus the really good Steelers. Uh, the Steelers at home are a different animal. Even though they kind of look good last week on the road. But the Ravens, I think the Ravens are a shame. I'm taking the Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers. Blake Portal sucks. And that's all I need to say about that. Okay. Well Thank then. You. I don't, know what you were, I don't know what you were watching last week. Blake Bortle is going to be MVP one day. M. Bizzle Pizzle. <laughs> but, yeah. Remember the wrestler MVP? What? The wrestler MVP. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yes, I'm going with the Steelers. Steelers across the board. Um, The Ageless Cardinals, who Larry Fitzgerald... If this was 10 years ago, would have been on an episode of Jacked Up for catching that ball in the end zone in overtime. <laughs> Devontae Adams would have been on it also, by the way. Oh, God. That hit was legal back then, and it would have been on there. Especially because of the mouth. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho, I'm going. I, I like the way the Eagles look right now. I'm going with the Eagles. I hate that I like Philadelphia because I really was against Carson once going into the season, but he's looked pretty good. Um, Carson Palmer is second in the league in passing yards, but has only thrown three touchdowns. So I don't know what that says about them. I guess that means it, that means the glare of bunt was a good sign. I, I, I <laughs> no, the Cardinals. Carson Palmer. I'm sorry. Did I say once? Carson yeah. Palmer has two has the second in the league in yards, and they can't score. So, uh, I'm taking the Eagles. They're definitely a better team at the moment. Yeah, I'm going Eagles as well. I just like Carson Wentz a lot better. They're just a younger, better team. Um, they're going to fi- have to find ways to get the secondary receiving going because Patrick Peterson is going to probably shut down uh, Jeffrey, but they'll find a way to pull it out. Um, an interesting matchup of the week, I think. I think the most intriguing match. Seahawks traveling to Los Angeles to play the Rams. I think that as good as the Rams have been this year, Pete Carroll is one of the best coaches in the league, and the Seahawks are one of the best teams in the league. And I just think that this will be that game that knocks the Rams back down into reality and be like, all right, this is where we're supposed to be. And I think they're going to end up losing this game. And it's that time of the year where the Seahawks start playing a lot better. And the Colts were a nice little scrimmage. It was like last week watching the Colts-Seahawks was similar to watching uh, 
Alabama versus some Division three school. So <laughs> I think the Seahawks got their one their one week with playing a D three school, and now they will move on and win this week in Los Angeles. And that is actually my sexy pick. All right. Um, I'm going Seahawks as well. They're, uh, like you said, Pete Quero's coming home to his uh, UFC, USC territory. I think it's going to be a, obviously a pro Seahawks crowd. Um, the Rams have been playing phenomenal, but it's just not going to be enough for a home game for the Seahawks in LA. Uh, this is also my sexy pick of the week, but I am taking the Rams. Um, like I said, we said earlier, talked about this a little bit earlier. I liked what I've seen from Jared Goff, and the Rams' defensive line has always been strong, and the Seahawks really can't block anybody. So I, I think they'll disrupt the Seahawks enough. But I, uh, part of me thinks this could be kind of what Steven said: is this is a uh, okay? This is where we're at now. Which is where we, you know, we need to get to to that that level, the next level. But I'm taking the Rams to win this game at home. This this, this matchup has always been a throw the records out kind of thing as well. I mean, over the past four or five years, even when the Seahawks have been great and the Rams have been bad, the Rams have beaten them a couple of times yeah, and they, tied them. They did tie them last year. You're right. Um, Ravens at Raiders. This one, uh, yeah, Derek Carr is out two to eight weeks. Yes, EJ Manuel will be starting for the Raiders. Which is what scares me, and the Raiders just haven't really looked great, which sucks because I thought they would be going to the Super Bowl. Um, Same here. I am going to go with Baltimore bouncing back this week. I think they just haven't looked good the last couple of weeks, and Flacco knows it, and Flacco's ready to be like, all right, there was this one time everybody thought I was good, so let me try and pretend to be good this week. Yeah, I'm going Ravens as well for the same reasons as you, Steve. I just don't trust DJ Manuel yet unless they give unless they give Marshawn Lynch the – Go 40 carries. That's the only way they're going to beat them. Yeah, I think it's a it's a clean Ravens uh, sweep in this one. EJ Manuel is just not very good. He, I mean, even he's better. Not as, you know, even Joe Black Joe Flacco is not great. He's worse. Wait, Danny, you're switching. I said Ravens. You said Raiders. No, oh fuck! I was reading Vince. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I'm going Raiders. So we're not switching. You're going Raiders. You're sticking with the Raiders. Yeah, I'll stay with the Raiders. I was reading Vin's like an idiot. Fuck. The whole time or just on that no, one? No, no. Just, that. <laughs> just on that okay. one. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> All right. Obviously, I didn't because I would have picked the Rams as my sexy pick if I was reading yours straight out. Right. Yo, you're correct. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Danny. Lead us off with the uh, Packers and Cowboys in Dallas. I am going with the Cowboys as my sexy pick. Um, I think it's more to do to injuries of the Green Bay Packers and not knowing what is going on with uh, Ty Montgomery and the other situations. It's going to be a close game because obviously both defenses don't know what to do. But I think with the better running game, 
Cowboys are going to be able to equalize the Packers and get some sort of redemption for losing in the playoffs last year. So I'm going Cowboys as my sexy pick. Steven? I am going with... Cowboy fans are going to over-jealous this one and really just be all out on this one. But I think Aaron is Aaron, and somehow, someway, something's going to happen at the end of this game that we're going to remember at the end of the season. And when the Packers are hosting the Cowboys, it's going to be because they win this week. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious where I'm going, but this is a very important game. Obviously, every game is important, but uh, they, while they beat the Seahawks week one, I'm, I wasn't convinced, you know, how good this team actually is. They, they lost to a Falcon. They got smoked by a Falcon team who can't beat anybody else now, it seems like. And the other, the other wins have been the Bears and the Bengals, who are not very good. So I'm intrigued to see how they play this week. Like you said, they're banged up, but... Um, they had a decent history against the Cowboys. They're going to need to stop Zeke. Um, will they be able to do that? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm taking them out of blind loyalty. I'm not confident in this game, though. All right. Um, what do we have next? What do we have next? Sunday Night Football. Excellent. This is an interesting game. I'm going to let Danny pick this one first. I'm going Chiefs. They're just the hot hand right Switching now. Switching again. What? <laughs> Stop reading Vince. No, he wrote Casey. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh, I wrote he did. Casey. All right, then I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm definitely picked Casey. Um, I just, <laughs> they're definitely hot right now. They're the hottest team slash best team in the league according to standard, uh, according to uh, standings right now. Um, I think they have it all together. Um. If you either had the Redskins covering or the under on Monday night, I feel bad for you, and I'm shocked you're not dead yet for committing suicide. But I'm just going. You were you were literally going nuts during that lateral play if you took the Redskins Monday night. I (laughs) I want to say this because I told Steven this earlier, Danny. I didn't tell you. Sunday night, I would have won my fantasy matchup and Steven in our league if the Seahawks would have kicked that field goal instead of throwing the touchdown pass on fourth down yeah, to a running back. I remember that. Yeah, and I, that. I would have beaten Weissman in the S&D Podcast League um, if these Chiefs didn't score the touchdown on defense in the last play of the game. Oh my god. So both my matchups ended heartbreakingly. The fantasy gods were not kind to me this week. Yes, I, and Steve beat me by half a point in FanDuel this week. That sucked. Yo, it's been a good year for Vandal. That's all I got to yeah. say. It has yeah. not been a good year for me. I have been getting smoked every week. I've been in third place literally all four weeks. I Well, you won, you won one week, I thought. No, nope, I didn't three win. and one, baby. Three yeah, you won and one. one. Steven won yeah. three. Yeah, that happened. I don't think I've, Maybe I finished second once, but I, I don't... I just... I picked Julio Jones last oh, week. Oh, you, you finished second because I finished last two weeks ago. Okay, two weeks yeah. ago, I second. But besides that, it's been pretty bad. But revenge is coming. I got it soon enough. Le- I think last year you guys won like the first eight weeks on and off, and then I won like six at the- in the end. Like it was close. 
So, I'm a second half team. <laughs> like Noah says, we're a second half team. And we're going to... I mean, that didn't work out for him, but it's going to work out for me. Uh, Monday night, the great Chicago Bears are hosting the who-knows-what-they-are Minnesota Vikings. I mean... Can you, can you trust the kid in his first start, even though he looked good in the preseason? I don't think so. I'm going to take the Vikings if they have the better roster. The quarterbacks, while they're both probably bad, are pretty even at this point. Because oh, I don't think Sam Bradford's playing, is he? I don't know yet. Only God knows that one. I, I just... He, he, was out, he was questionable one week, and then he was out, and now he hasn't played since. So, I... Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings as well. Their defense is just going to confuse uh, Mitchell Sabisky, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to I'm going to take the Vikings because of that. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle their running back situation, uh, especially with the injury uh, last week's injury. But I'm eager to find out. McKinnon and uh, Latavius Murphy are going to be fine. Yeah, Vikings. Um, you know what? Last year you saw Peterson go down. And the offensive line started getting hurt, and that affected the running game for the Vikings. This year, the offensive line seems to be healthy at this point, so I think they're going to stick around and be okay. Um, Just a little update on our standings here through four weeks. Uh, Vin and Danny are tied for first place at 38-25. and Yeah, last week was huge for me. Well, I am currently 37-26, and so basically a game back. Um, and we all lost our sexy pick last week. Yeah. We are terrible with these sexy picks. Jesus Christ! This is why that's everybody why goes I pe- to Vegas. That's why I picked the. That's why I picked the Cowboys. This is wow. also. This is also why everybody goes to Vegas and um, bets the opposite of what we say. They they should. <laughs> I'm gonna start betting the opposite of what I say. All these. That's why I bet the Twins. Because I was so confident that the Yankees were going to win. I was like, I'm going to throw money on the Twins and see what the hell happens. Well, I was confident into the first inning, and then obviously wasn't happy after that. All right. Um, speaking of Vegas, by the way, terrible tragedy. Our thoughts and prayers thoughts. with all those families um, and every everything. Just, just unbelievable. A lot, of, a lot of things don't make sense about what happened there. Um. You got to thank Joe for coming on. Oh, hockey season's here. Um, it is. Vin, you can start. Who's going to win the East? Who's going to win the West? And who's winning the Cup? Um, the West is... I'm picking the West first. I think Nashville's going to win it again. Their defense is uh, just too good. Uh, I want to have some fun with this pick. So, in the East, my pick is the Toronto Maple Leafs will be going to the Stanley Cup Finals. They're, I mean, they're up 6 nothing right now, but that has nothing to do with it. They're extremely young, the talented team. They're playing a, well, they're playing a jet the team that actually knows how to lose. Okay. <laughs> um, they added uh, Patrick Marlowe, so they got some veteran leadership. Uh, you know, best coach in the league. I think they they put it all together this year and get to the Cup Finals, And but Nashville wins. That's it. Danny? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think <laughs> I don't know. I let me think. I'm gonna be random. I think the Western Conference winners are gonna be the Edmonton Oilers. 
just because McDavid's so awesome. Sure. And it's going to be uh, when Vince said Maple Leafs, I was like, ooh, that's a good one. But I'm not going to double it up on that. And I think the Eastern Conference representative is going to be a Canadian team. And I think it's going to be the some way, somehow, the Montreal Canadiens are going to find a way to make it to the Stanley Cup. So we're going with the Canadian Cup final. Who wins? And for the first time go... since like 1993, which yeah. Canadian team raises the cup? I am gonna. Unfortunately, I am gonna go with the um, Oilers. Why not? Yeah, sure. That's yeah. not. That's not crazy. It's, it's not, not the craziest. There's been crazier. They, they have the best player. In, I mean, well, he's the best player in the world. It's pretty hard to be better than Sidney Crosby, but he's definitely there. And Calum Talbert's gonna get a Stanley Cup before Lundqvist. Oh Jesus! That would be great. Anywho, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the Blackhawks are gonna bounce back, make the playoffs. Oh, Stephen loves his Blackhawks. I, I, I just it's hard to it's hard to go against them a year after not winning the cup. It's been like three years since they won the cup. They're overdue to be in the finals again. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna say. Pittsburgh's actually going to get knocked out in the playoffs this year. Thank God. Um, this, this is tough. The East is tough this year. Yeah, very tough. It is. Um, I'm not going to go with Washington. I was thinking about it, but I'm not going to go with Washington. I'm going to go with... Every year is their year. Right. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with Vin on this one and go with... It's going to be a, a Toronto-Tampa Bay Eastern Conference Finals. And Tampa's going to win. And Chicago's going to... It's going to be a rematch of the Cup Finals from a couple of years ago. And Chicago's going to win it again. Okay. Chicago-Tampa. Let's go. Steven Samkos is never, not going to get hurt. And be fine. Alright, with that being said. Uh, again, thanks to Joe for joining us. Great time having him on. Uh, Yankees ALDS starts Thursday, so either you would have listened to this or you will be listening to this soon, and you'll be able to hear that, be able to know who won Game One. Um, the Red Sox Houston series also starts Thursday. The National League Wild Card game should be over by the time you hear this. If not, then something is really going crazy in that game. It is currently top of the fourth inning and 6-1 Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah. Someone was right. Woo-woo. I mean, I had too much faith in the Rockies, I guess. Um, It's that Colorado vibe, Vin. That's what it was. You know. Just that feel of Colorado. Tell me I was smoking? <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe we were hanging out, you know, in the basement, you know? Maybe <laughs> the garage was where I was when I made that pick. <laughs> you don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll have our AL and NLDS predictions up sometime on Thursday um, on social media. So make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any place you can follow us social media-wise. Make sure to also uh, like, review, rate, Review us on 
all podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, which are the four main ones that we're on. Um, it doesn't look like we're going to anything else major yet. But if there is something that you listen, is a podcast app that you listen to that isn't one of the four major ones that we said and we're not on it, let us know and we will definitely look into getting us on there so you can listen to us. Or you either have an Android or iPhone, use their apps. <laughs> <laughs> Or Damn. SoundCloud or Stitcher. They're all there. Um, with that being said, uh, what else we got, boys? Nothing. That's it. Go Pack Go. Yeah. <laughs> go Giants, I guess. Go Tampa Bay so you can win the Super Bowl this year so I feel better about myself. I, I would like to... the Giants lost to a Super Bowl champion. I would like to give Steven credit for his Giants, Giants, help us God Snapchat <laughs> the other morning. It made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we should post some little Giants now for the rest of our, the rest yeah, of We should season. post some little Giants videos. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> With that being said, we'll see you guys next week. Nice.